Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, I don't just let anybody stay in my house. I don't let anybody just in my door. I protect my family at all costs. So if I open my doors to you, there's a certain level of trust and respect that I have. And... You know, God forbid something happened with me and Z. I feel like we would still be friends. You know, like I struggle. You know, I struggle. We struggle. Marriage is a struggle daily. 50% of them end in divorce. Right. So that there's a chance this is not going to work. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-host, Rozzy and Buff. Fellas, tell them what's on your minds. Gigi's a doctor now. Just want to say that. Gigi is a doctor Congrats, now. Gigi. I got, we got a doctor in the family, finally. So, yeah, anybody down in Mobile looking for a um, primary care physician, Gigi is officially taking clients so i think in june is when she officially starts so if you're looking to, uh for our new primary care physician she uh starts her residency and she can't actually take clients again or in, in june so go out check her out her name's gisella ward uh or dr gisella ward i gotta put the doctor in front of it now so go check her out um and congratulations to uh that boy all aka Tootie little boyfriend, aka Trent. Uh, congratulations, he graduated as well with an engineering degree. So proud of you, bro. Uh, good job on that. Uh, and shout out to Huntsville, Alabama, the number one place to live by U.S. News and World Report for this year. So shout out Alabama, doing some things. Huntsville is the number one spot to uh, live in, uh, and and I would agree. It's it's great for if you like the woods you like outdoors it's got a good pretty good nightlife um you know with the redstone and the military being there there's gonna be some nightlife there uh so uh it's very technology driven uh spot so it's kind of be, becoming the the technology hub of the south so uh huntsville yeah it's doing their thing I'm, i mean i'm really excited to see what they continue to do and hopefully alabama doesn't turn it around and all their anti-gay stuff that they like to do and all of that. So now we um we got to fight that so that we can get people to actually come to the state. But I'm I'm just glad Huntsville is seen for what it is. Um, and if you want to visit Huntsville or go or you're thinking about moving, Huntsville is a good spot to go to. That's all I got, man. Okay. Um, speaking of Huntsville, it's a um, young lady, black lady that just opened up a vegan restaurant down there. Excuse me for not remembering her name, but I do know. I want to try to reach out to her and maybe have her on one day. So congratulations to her. I'll definitely name you in the episode uh, credits or what whatnot description. Uh, let me ask you two fellas something real quick. Of all the Disney movies, who's been like, um, I don't know, the best villain, their biggest, most dangerous villain? 
Disney, not Marvel, right? Yes, yes, not Marvel. Okay, so Disney. Uh, mm. That's a hard one. God, Scar? So- Jafar? A lot of people say Scar. Go, a lot of people say go. Scar. Captain Hook was throwing niggas off the uh, making dudes walk the plank um I mean you got Cruella you got she was dope too yeah Maleficent was she's still a good one um but yeah I think I am I think I'm gonna go with Scar yeah well Disney has a new villain a bigger and badder villain and his name is Governor DeSantis (laughs) Um, Mickey Mouse got a problem, man. Um, So ever since Disney, you know, opposed the whole don't say gay law, he's been at their neck and um, he's now aiming to take take over their special. uh, They had like a special tech. Basically, Disney was able and allowed to like operate how they wanted to because they were pretty much the city of Orlando. Um, so they were able to operate with a lot of freedoms and he's looking to take over their like special tax uh, district to where the state can now impose laws and different taxes on the theme park so I just thought that was kind of I mean that's a weird adversary to take over I mean to really go at a huge employer of your state but you know Republicans like to fight so just want to throw that out there, man. It, yeah, and and there's like a billion dollars in bonds that is owed by Disney, and so Disney was like, man, we don't really care because it, they would have to pay off that billion dollars in bonds before they take our tax uh, district away. Yeah, like seven hundred sixty-six so million. It. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's a lot. So, so yeah. you're saying Florida would have to pay Disney? They would have to pay the bond off, so they'd have to pay the bond holders off mm-hmm. before they can take the special district away. And he didn't have an answer for that because he was asked about that. And he kind of he scoffed at it. So we'll see how he figures that out. Figures that out. Other than that, though, man, um, as we were recording last week, or maybe it was like a day after, you know, tragedy struck again in Buffalo. This time, ten people killed, and um, I made a post, man. Within one week. We just had some crazy racial, forget racial, racist stuff that has happened, man. So just we're always reminded, no no, no matter how much progress we make, man, we get those reminders every time. So just a very sad situation. And what's so crazy about that, because I was going to bring that up, is the chances of that happening aren't that great. To You know, it's three of us. Like, it's... It's it's terrorism. I mean, that is what terrorism is. It's the fact that you cannot go to a supermarket right now. We don't know if there's a big plot to hit every supermarket in the U.S. or in the major. We don't or know what's copycats. going on. Yeah, it, 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 other it, people it, looking at that like I'm gonna do that too. Whatever it is, and if it never happens again, you all it's always in the back of your head. Speaking of copycats, I think one of the names written on the gun was Dylan Roof, correct? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, That was just so crazy to me. And they were kind of doing research on the background. So he was able to get the the guns. He supposedly passed all the background check. 
And uh, the, the only thing that was was uh, I think maybe a year ago he made some comment in school about murder suicide, and they um they took him to uh they committed him to see you know, and he passed all the tests, so they let him back out. It's just I don't know, man. I don't know the answer outside of you know taking them all away, you know, and that's a whole nother conversation. And can I just say one other thing? I don't mind people giving advice, but I hate when it kind of teeters the line of victim blaming. And I saw a person make a post where he was saying, instead of saying, you know, hey, black people, we need to, uh, let's make sure we're armed. You know, if you're in a state, know the gun laws, try to be armed so you can protect yourselves. It was like, it was on some, see, and y'all don't want to listen to me, people getting shot like that. And, and that's why you need to be armed. Like, you let me let me make this clear. You cannot outdraw somebody that has their gun already out. Okay, okay so yeah, if you find some shelter or whatever, and and, it's, and you're able to get away from the gunman initially, yeah, have, being armed helps. But some of those people, he had he didn't even park his car good, and he shot some of those people just out in the parking lot. If they were armed, being armed wouldn't have helped them. So I don't want people to think that once you start carrying a gun, you're immune to being a victim. You still have to be careful. That's a whole nother subject. I mean, Rosie, have you ever seen professional, well, people who are trained with their weapons end up having a, you know, accidental round hit somebody? Is that, is that uncalled? Is that, is that unheard of? Does that happen Uh, more times? No. Does that happen more times than not? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Um, we they did studies and we had more injuries by fratricide in the Iraq war no in the Afghanistan war in the Afghanistan war than we had injuries by enemy fire so basically we shot ourselves more times than the enemy shot us and that's because you get in a situation where everybody has guns and you don't know who who is the enemy. I mean, it sounds so good. I'm glad you because if I am in the back of the store and I hear gunfire in in the front of the store and I turn the corner and there's another man with a gun pointing at me because he heard what I heard. Guess what? This dude is shooting. I gotta shoot him. Guess what he's thinking? This dude is shooting. I gotta shoot him. So now we're going to have so much friendly fire. I remember when they brought this up in the schools and Trump was saying that we should uh, arm the teachers. And I'm like, that's about the dumbest thing I've heard. I get it. It sounds good and just practical, but it's just I mean, we've done movement exercises and everything. And you just be amazed how many people in not even a real world situation like, you know, shoot each other it's friendly fire all the time so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah didn't didn't y'all just have accidental discharge on capitol hill buff like last week like oh dang how did you hear about that <laughs> <laughs> i got my connections <laughs> yeah <laughs> but not just even police uh i know we this open a second is taking a minute but you can go on youtube and see like trained firearm instructors who their job is to safely handle firearms and even they mess up from time to time so you just multiply that by thousands of people with 
little to no training, carrying around guns. Even yeah. if in 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 a in a in a crazy situation, yeah. you got to understand yeah. that that with that adrenaline. I mean, it's so easy to pull that trigger too fast, and you end up shooting yourself while you're pulling out the um, while you're like um, unsheathing um, the the if, gun. If you like just, all of that, yeah. it's, I'm it's thinking so about much how misinformation. Many at, at the beginning of any active shooter situation, there's so much misinformation from yeah. Columbine all the way through. Like, well, there's no information. We're talking about ground zero. We're talking about as soon as it hits the fan because I don't know if you guys are wearing uh, uniforms going to the grocery <laughs> store and out in the public where we all know who's on the same spot but I know when I was in the military and we all had on the exact same uniform even I might even know you personally <laughs> and there's still a chance that I might shoot you and you're saying let's have a grocery store full of random people dressed however they want you know and unfortunately the three of us all look like thugs so we're always you know a suspect <sighs> moving on moving on oh did, did I tell you the story of I had a friend that wanted to be a police officer when he was growing up but um, didn't work out right and he was like that's my dream my dream being a police officer didn't work out he got he got called by the police and he was running and I was like don't run from your dreams (laughs) first so disrespectful (laughs) I didn't think he was gonna look at the camera (laughs) in Rozzy's defense he has asked that he not be put on the spot. He just wants it. He wants to like let the joke flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah. yeah, it would have, it would have, it would have been the story would have been better, yeah, right? Yeah. It would have worked. Yeah. Matter of fact, what I might do is take out the Razzie, and so then the, the the they won't they won't know it's coming. There you go. There you go. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna edit out the Razzie part, it's, so then they'll know, they won't know. It's me or you? <laughs> Excuse me. Up first today, right? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whoever wants to go. Who went um, last last week? You know what? I think I did. You know what? Since we kind of the the top of the show was kind of serious, I keep that theme going and then see if you guys lighten it up. Uh, question is very simple. We live in the United States of America, correct? Sweet. Mm-hmm. I that's, think so. That's <laughs> well. That's what the USA um, acronym stands for. United okay. States. I'm in- I'm in Texas, you know. <laughs> um, simple question. Has America ever been united? And if so, when? Yes. Revolutionary War. That's about it. <laughs> right after that. 
right back to being divided but uh yeah and actually i don't even know if that's true because there were a lot of people that supported the british during the revolutionary war so i don't even know but as a country government wise people wise there there were people that supported it but i think as a country we were together after that yes you think so yes 9 11. 9 11. 9 Yeah. So it's like that Family Guy episode where Lois was running and all she was like, 9 11. And everybody was like, ah. And then she's like, 9 11. And everybody was like, ah. And they, that's all she yeah, had to say the whole time. Is, yeah. It's about, it. about two days. <laughs> nine. Uh, no, I'll give further that. I'll say 9 11 into the Super Bowl. Then the Patriots went really? a year, like something like that. I feel like that, you know, it was just after that, it was kind of. I don't know. I don't know. Be fitting. I, I, I don't even know if after 9 11, like those two, three days was about it. Because after that, they started talking about the response. And it was right back on the line of what the response should be. And we, yeah, we were, were all divided on that. Nah, and I think everybody was like, bomb them. Everybody was like, get them. Get her done. They, they came to our home. Attacked our land, crashed planes into our building. Get them. Okay. All right. Maybe. So but yeah, it, it, it got it, muddied it, by. It was definitely muddied by uh, weapons of mass destruction a few months later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By late yeah. 2002, early 2003, all that was all that patriotism was gone, and you know we ran out of bandanas, and you know there's no more country songs, and 9/11. Yeah, I think that's the last time. Um, I would agree with that answer if you don't include Muslim Americans as Americans during that time. Touche. Ooh, touche. But no, touché. were they not? Do you? Where do you think their stance was? Well, it, it's not so much their stance; it's how America was viewing okay. and treating them. Okay. Okay. Because agreed, when I agreed. when I go down our country's timeline, I mean, somebody got to be the bad guy. Well, I can't really think of one. Somebody, yeah. and that was very easy. You know what was so easy? The reason I, they came up is because it was one of the first times we didn't feel like the bad guy. That's true. We were united in our freaking narrow-minded approach and views. Of Muslim Americans, I'll be I'll put I'll put it out there. I think as a whole, like I remember flying and you were just like people would just sit there and they were stereotyping. You could see or feel the tension in the air if somebody came that did not look like uh, they were a Christian or whatever. They looked Muslim. They could be Arabic, whatever. It didn't matter. It was people. Were, I remember people locking eyes like I'm, I'm watching you watch me watch them. We watching them together. You know, that was America. What about right after George Floyd? Because I say that because even Rush Limbaugh was like, whoa. You know what I mean? And we saw the the demonstrations all over the world and across this country. Is that the closest we came? I mean, we it, it wasn't though. No, I mean, there were counter demonstrations that entire time. Remember, because we had we had we had a whole because they made the protesters bad. I mean, we had a whole episode on Luton's bad. 
because it was so pulp. They were trying to. Okay. Yeah. Like it was. I was trying. I tried. No, we refuse (laughs) to be united. We're we're united ish. And, at our best. And, I, and and if, if you listen to this episode, when I say unite, I'm not even necessarily saying when, when has America ever all agreed on something. Like, you didn't have to agree, but some people were like going out of their way because the memory's coming back to me now. They were making excuses. Well, George Floyd was on drugs. He shouldn't have resisted. Had he listened, he would have been alive. You know, things like that. It, it's, it's more than just disagreeing. Like, people try to vilify victims and stuff like that. And we, we've never... So how can we be the United States of America? I mean, because it says it on the Constitution. Where we were three-fifths of a person until an amendment. What would you like us... Who would you like us to be, Byron? Like, you know, if you could rename it. Just call him Byron Lane. <laughs> Just call him Miracle. <laughs> Miracle. <laughs> yeah. But then you disrespect him to the the South Americans, and I, uh, I, it's so crazy. I thought I would. I thought the answer was easy. I thought nine eleven was it. Yeah. But you, you did bring up a good point. Even um, and I think that was the when I look back, it was one of a few times I. I feel like somebody else truly not want to say it like that, but it was the first time I noticed somebody else being villainized or the. Oh, I got one last. Ooh, guess. I got one. I got one. Oh, you got, I got one? one. You want to go first? You want to go first? I got one. Yeah, I got yeah. one too. Go ahead. The Civil War, when the South succeeded, so they weren't on our side. And they weren't part of America. Nope doesn't count that counts that counts the union the union was the united states of america and And. even still has some union states that still kind of they empathize with the south yeah i was gonna say so i wasn't around obviously and there was no fox news back then but has anyone ever heard like what the news coverage was after the girls were bombed in the birmingham church you can't vilify them it was you know, completely. I think even the most hardened races were like, "Man, that's, that's too far right there." I think America was united then, maybe. Mm. There was no Tucker Carlson you, back then. United enough to pass the Civil Rights Act, but I got it. I got it. Baby Jessica, you remember that? Ooh. You remember Baby Jessica? It was like one of the big first stories that made CNN CNN. It was this little girl in Texas that got that fell down the well, and every like it was like nonstop news coverage. People were saying, I think they did a. It might have been a Family Guy or a Simpsons. Simpsons. It was a, Simpsons did one Simpsons episode where they yeah. were just sitting there like it was just. No, I think it was South Park. It might have been South Park or something like that. But it was, it it made. I want to say that was the first real news story that made CNN because it was the only news station that was doing twenty four hour coverage, and America sat and watched. But I remember being a kid watching this, and like 
feeling for baby Jessica. So, baby Jessica. Even though y'all didn't know baby Jessica. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I don't know who baby Jessica was. This, you were, were you in Texas at the time? Yep. That, that's not that, exactly. Nope. Over here in Alabama, we ain't know who baby Jessica was. They knew was. who baby Jessica was because uh, I'm going to say Nancy Reagan, Barbara Bush, one of the one of the uh, presidential first wives ladies. spoke on yeah for, 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 spoke on and everything. Last one and we can move on. What about when our hockey team beat Russia in the uh, Olympics? Black people didn't care about hockey. Okay. Next topic. The, the, dream, the dream team. team. The dream team. <laughs> All the dream black team. people on that team. Are you crazy? <laughs> but they, but just like they represented uh, America. But just like um, who was the, the the owner of the Clippers? We have it too much. Oh no, 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 no. Forget that. Forget that. He, when Magic Wendy, Johnson. When Whitney Houston sung the national anthem at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Even white people like that version. They was crying because remember we had the Gulf War going on. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch footage, you got people wiping tears and stuff, and they had to fly over. And it was right before the it was right before the game. <laughs> this is so sad. No. We had to get to this. It's always to be like when America was united. Like, <laughs> no, I don't remember which Olympics it was. It was a women's. Carrie gymnastics Strug. team Carrie Strug. Strug. <laughs> that was it that was it you ain't lying I don't care cause my little young black self I was so happy she I was like oh she made it like I'm sitting there Her just made it that one that was it man that was a, that was the best moment in American history wow so do we oh, agree man. do we agree it's, it's Carrie Strug. so Carrie Strug brought America together Carrie Strug brought America together. <laughs> this is sad. How could you not? How could you not cheer for that? What year was that? Was that two thousand? That was like ninety two, I think. That was ninety two. Was that Dominique Dawes like yeah. last year? I believe so. Okay. All right. So it's my turn. It's yeah. my turn. Yeah. All right. Real serious. Real serious. Let's keep it serious then, since we're gonna go there. Um, I was I was flying back from somewhere, and just you know, in my own way, I was I was listening to some music and the great poet Eight Ball came on. Oh yeah. <laughs> I knew I knew, I'm sorry, I knew go ahead. Was, <laughs> I know this and, was going um, that direction. Yeah, and and I was listening to a song called My My Best Friend's Girlfriend. Mm. Uh and if you don't know the song, mm. Mm-hmm. uh it's a song about eight ball um going to his plug and you know, his plug has a wife, and the plug is his boy too. That's like his homie. Yeah, and that's his homeboy. His homeboy, like close friends, and um, his his wife's banging, and so Ball ends up starting to have an affair with his best friend's girlfriend named Angela, and so at one point, literally, his homeboy leaves the house and before his car gets out of the driveway. Ball is banging his wife on the pool table. You're not gonna do my boy Ball like that. Ball resisted like the first, <laughs> the first verse he resisted. Okay, okay, damn it! All right, all right. So, so, so here's my question to this for you fellas: Who was wrong in the situation? Was Ball wrong or Angela wrong? Uh, both. Ball is. I don't know who's more wrong. Because, they because both. again. 
if your if your homeboy wife or your homeboy girlfriend like is coming at you hard, you're resisting whole verse, whole whole sixteen bars. You're resisting her, trying to be the good stand up guy, and then all of a sudden you slip up. Is it your fault or is it her fault that that happened after you've tried and tried and tried to say no, but it just happened? Yeah. It, all it takes is to say no once, and then you get the fuck out of there. But just, that's my plug. I gotta, I gotta keep going back. Like, you, know, you, you, you can don't. get a hotel. You can get a hotel. It's you, in, in you, town. You, yeah. you, you, you got no, bro. You making excuses? But Ferg, it's it's one more wrong than the other. Right. Um, right. Okay, we'll say that. We we'll say we'll cheating is bad. Cheating is bad. Yes, we will say that both of them are wrong. Is one more wrong than the other? Ball is homies over. Homies over. I. I Oh, man. I, I thought that meant that you could smash it. Yeah, that oh, is, you're that right. Is so, that, yeah, yeah. That, that's what that <laughs> means. So that no, means no, 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 no. It's the fact that I'm your boy. Like I'm gonna choose you over any like dog. Your lady foul. Like it, it's I ain't gonna let this go down like that. Nah, but seriously, they're both wrong. But people break up every day. You know, relationships don't last. True friendships. Now it depends on how true this friend. Now, how close were they? They were they were pretty close, but I I I saw Buff made a post and he said, "Don't let your wife stop you from finding your soulmate." So, <laughs> what is wrong? So I, this, I, is I, 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 this is the opposite of that. that. No, no, he didn't let his homeboy stop him from being. No, 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 no. That's different. Now, if if Ball was her so, so soulmate, your homeboy is more important than your wife. You know what though? I'm I'm replaying the song in my head. They they are boys, but it's not like they grew up together. Like the song starts off, Leap is out rising. My see, he from Texas, I'm from Tennessee. We do our thing with them things getting currency. He got the hookup with Colombians and Mexicans. Like it's it's kind of mm-hmm. like a working relationship. Right. Right. He's still wrong, but is he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's yeah, just yeah, no question about it. He's wrong. But but no, I, I, in all seriousness though, like I see or I have seen this happen a lot, right? Where friends or or so-called friends end up like hitting or or like getting intimate with somebody's wife or whatever, and then they end up together. They may end up going to get married. Mistresses and stuff like that, side chicks end up becoming the wife, right? So then, then we weren't friends. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe we weren't. But you know, it's it's one of those things that who who owes that person more the the spouse or the you know the girlfriend or the homie. So replaying the song in my head in this in this song, she's more wrong because they've established a life and everything together. And as I pointed out, ball is wrong. Like. That man that invited you in his house and y'all have a working relationship, which is a very dangerous job in itself. And you do that. So ball is wrong. She's more wrong. Yeah. But I think like for, I I don't just let anybody stay in my house. I don't let anybody just in my door. I protect my family at all costs. So if I open my doors to you, there's a certain level of trust and respect that I have. And you know, God forbid something happened with me and Z, 
I feel like we would still be friends. You know, like I struggle, you know, I struggle. We struggle. Marriage is a struggle daily. 50% of them end in divorce, right? So that there's a chance this is not going to work. Is it harder to be a friend or is it hard to be married? And so if you're my and true both friend, those relationships are, are hard and they take work. And that's a delicate situation because you tell your boy that, then you got to worry about who he's going to believe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, and that, that's. Uh, so, is that your excuse for smashing? Like, well, shit, he ain't gonna believe me, no, that way. So, I'm just gonna go ahead and smash. <laughs> is that your logic? Is that where we're going with this? <laughs> Ball resisted as much as he could. She kept pressing it. I mean, yeah, I get it. She got I get him drunk. No, see that that's they they were they were drinking or whatever like having Why a good time I and then she no, started no, 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 no. all on my early morning hard D grinding on it pulling it before I knew it she ended up sucking it ended up it it was in the morning let's go with Rising's premise <laughs> they were drinking I would never. I'm just, I'm just playing all the excuses the that you like, hear If I know this is a red flag, this. this is a danger zone. Danger zone. There's no way you trying to have a drink. No, I'm good. Like, and that's I'm not. And, and for me, for that's even if she didn't hit on him. I don't think you should be in a situation where you're throwing back drinks one on one. Yeah, with, with your homeboy girl because of the potential. Yeah, that, that can come with that. Yeah, that's that's just that is that is. That ain't that ain't that ain't that ain't cool. Like, you know, there's just mm-hmm. to me there you you look at the situation and as a friend and he, yeah, because as a friend, I don't have to deal with that type shit every day. Like, I'm not going to be in front of your your lady, your wife every day. So this one day I need to control myself like you. You know, you're going to deal with your girlfriend, your wife on a daily basis. Those those are tougher relationships. My thing is, I'm not just going to. No, nah, I'm not. Psh- even my thing, like, man, maybe I'm tripping. Is this is she hitting on me? Nah, I'm about to go. Like, it's been real, you know. Like, you know, mm-hmm. why were they? Because I remember, I, I remember, um, Buff Tab was like, at, at one point, she thought that either like I didn't like her, or there was like maybe you know there was something going on because like I I didn't hang with her like that or whatever. Like when you weren't around and stuff, and it it it, it was that it was kind of out of respect for you, right? I'm not. I'm not just going to be sitting chilling with Tab or whatever, even though I really, really like her. That's my homegirl. I love her to death, right? That's Auntie. But it was still that kind of. It felt awkward. Like it, it was like, not, you know, I'm, I'm not just going to hang with you and, and, like you say, kick back, drinking, sitting on your couch type thing while Buff's not there. Like it just, it just felt awkward. And so, yeah, I mean, you you, you have to keep that line. So uh, I'm, I'm not excusing a ball yeah. or anybody that no, does. No, you it. sound well, like I, you were. Uh, I'm, just, I'm making fun. <laughs> unless like Buff, like I come in town, Buff's on his way home. Like you know, I'm flying, I'm staying at the crib. Buff's on his way home. It's like fix, bro, drink. The bar is open, and we're just sitting waiting on you to get here. And it's like Nick, when you when you walk in, I'm so happy to see you. There's no way I'm not like if if I flew into DC and you're like, well, bro, you know, uh, I'm be gone for the weekend, but you can go stay tabs there. I'm like, nah, bro, I think I'm cool. Like I'm a I'm a I'll I'll spend that bread, you know. Same, same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do I do have female friends where I'm their friend? And so outside of the, the the marriage, you know, like that's my friend outside of the marriage. 
I'm closer to the spouse than I am, the, you know, I'm closer to them than I am the spouse. So that's that might be a little different. But even then, I'm always aware of my surroundings, you know, but nah, bro. She foul, ball foul, bro. It's just it's just got to accept it sometimes, bro. That's his that's his one imperfection. Yeah. Cheating is still bad. That's what we're saying here. <laughs> He's a high value dude that has, you know, some challenges. All righty. I'm going to keep it serious, man. Um, as you guys know, and I've been kind of going on this theme for the last few days, few weeks, finishing up uh, Will Smith, the book Will, and um, he brought up a point about feelings. And we talk about, you know, being logical and men think differently from women, all this stuff. And he found himself realizing that he put feelings lower on his list of priorities, especially other people's feelings lower on his list of priorities than he recognized. And so his example was basically um, some stuff going on Willow. And she asked him a question about, did he care how she felt? And of course she went like, of course, daddy cares how you feel. But then when he took a step back, he realized that there were things that he prioritized more than her feelings. And he struggled trying to figure out if that's right or wrong, but that's how he was. So I want to ask you guys today, where do you prioritize feelings when it comes to making moves, making decisions? It, would you like me to kind of give you some examples of the things he prioritized prior to, before feelings? So he, basically he said um, he prioritizes putting food on the table every day, making sure you have a roof over your head, your overall safety, making sure you're intelligent and your you're mind trained to solve the problems of your life. You're strong because the world is hard. You know, you're productive and contributed to the human family. So he had six things, you know, food, housing, safety, that you're intelligent, that, you know, you, you can solve the world, you know, solve your own problems strong enough to deal with the problems and productive that you know how to navigate and contribute to the, the human family. And then he said, if he if you take if he takes care of one through six, he feels like he's going to put, put you in a position to better deal with your feelings and where you can kind of handle them and na- navigate your own feelings better. But without any of those, you know where the feelings lie so what are, what say ye well what's the so what's the where question do feel, what do feelings fall on your list of priorities especially when it comes to dealing with others and even yourself um first off let me say this I know where he's coming from it's kind of like that old school mentality that men had like I'm protecting you I'm keeping you fed you know I'm taking care of your needs you know, I don't have time to worry about your feelings. And I don't know if he inten- if, if that's how he intentionally wound up in that space, but I do know men of the past, that's how they were brought up. And it's like, it's not until our generation where we're really, you know, pushing for um, therapy and, and being able to express your feelings and emotions and stuff. I can't, I still can't say that it's like number one, man. Like I still on a day-to-day basis, you know, make sure the roof over the head is maintained. 
food is on the plate, things like that. But I do take feelings into account, like just how I parent Jasmine. And, and I want to include Tablet 2, how we both uh, parent Jasmine. We definitely care about her feelings. We care. We, we allow her to have input on different things around the house that I never would have been asked as a kid. Like we're getting ready to try to remodel our kitchen. We in Home Depot asking her what she and taking her seriously. Like you, you like that color? Okay, let's consider that one. Let's compare it to this. Things like that. So we definitely take her feelings into account. I do, but I can't honestly say if it's like <clears throat> number one. Okay, um, I'm gonna let you go, Rizy, and then I'm gonna follow. I have a follow up question for Buff. Cool. Yeah, I. <sighs> I don't think it's a ranking is the problem. Just it's long hard as it's to be included. like that's number one. It's included yeah. because yeah, 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 yeah. It, okay. it's you know when you when you when you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? It, it, he talks about you have to have those basic things: safety, security, food, water, shelter. Like yeah, it, without those, you're not going to self actualize. You're not going to get to where you're really kind of feeling emotionally well and that you're loved and all that. You you can't feel loved or. You can feel loved in in a um, an unstable environment, but it's just harder, right? You might feel loved because I I give you love languages and I cuddle you and I'm here for you and I I'm I'm gonna protect you even if I can't shelter you. So that you know there, there's ways to do it, but it's as a parent you're trying to give it all, right? I I'm trying I, yes I'm gonna give them a house I'm gonna give them food or whatever. Uh, once the basic needs are met, then yes I'm gonna worry about their feelings. Now, what happens when I say it's a spectrum and I don't think it's a a hierarchy or one through a ranking of one through six is because I'm going to give them a house. I don't have to give them the best house. Right. In my mind, I want to get to the best house. I want to get to where we're eating out every weekend and, 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 you know, fancy dinners and all that stuff. But as long as we eating, if it's ramen noodles and macaroni and cheese, blue box, we good. We're eating. They're safe. They're secure. They're healthy. Then I can start worried about feelings and emotions and and all of that um so i i have to have that basis there um but it sounds like you just named the priorities you just basically said once these are met then i can do that so there's a priority first well i mean it, it went you're never gonna say why, why okay I say that is i i have to give the i have to give the basics right priorities in. I mean, it's a priority right yes or no yeah but it's not like it, it's it's a, you don't like um, saying continuum it, but it of it. No, I'm just saying it's it's a continuum of it though. It's like I, I have to give I gotta give them a house. I don't have to give them the best house, right? Just like I and while I'm giving them the house, I gotta give them some emotional support. I can't totally ignore their feelings while I'm doing that, right? But so, it's it's hard. It's it's that thing where like people that come from poor um families can't go be artists because they feel like they gotta they gotta get a job that can pay some bills so they can get a house so they don't become artists um it, it's factually proven that kids from lower income uh communities and lower income households don't become they don't go into the arts as much um okay. basically because they 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 know they have that mentality but i gotta get the house and stuff uh but kids from more affluent um households go into the arts a lot more because they don't feel as pressed to get those basic needs so you have to get those basic needs out of the way uh and and while you're doing that you're gonna have some yes i i don't want to see my kid cry right i want to make sure that my kid is at least emotionally taken care of to that point 
Um, but then as you get more stable, as I get the bigger house and that I'm, I'm not worried about the mortgage and all that, then I start worrying about like Byron said, oh, I'm going to take your, your thoughts in, in consideration about how we decorate the house and stuff like that. So the feelings I can, I can worry about your feelings a lot more when the basic needs are met. As, whereas I have to get that bare minimum. Yes. I'm, I'm not going to, I don't want to make you cry. I'm not going to just like get come at you all day long, all greasy, but you know, it's going to be times when I'm trying to make the bill, pay the bills and, and make ends meet. It's not, I can't hang with you as much. You know, I can't make you happy. I can't worry about how you feel about me working all the time because I got to pay the bills. Right. So it, but once, once, once the bills are paid and we're in a stable house, not, not Will Smith, because I, I, I remember that chapter in Will in the book where it was after Willow was like, well, I did whip my hair back and forth and I'm done with music. And Will was like, what you mean? Nah, we got, we got a, we got a tour. We got to finish up. And she was like, well, I don't want to do it. And she's like, and then that's when she asked, she was like, do you not care what I want? Do you not care how I feel about this? So, you know, in that situation, that's where that, that is so far beyond my basic needs. So, yeah, okay. I, it, that's that's why I can't put I can't put a full ranking on it to say that I will put a ranking of basic needs first. Uh, so maybe that's it. Maybe it's not shelter and then this and this. It's basic, basic. needs as a number but I, one. But I think and then yes, I worry about feelings. But the thing about it is, I mean, I I love where you were going. And Byron, I think Rizy kind of answered my question. And did you agree with him as um, yes. like the fact that you can you can. And, Ask Jasmine about the house because you're in a you're in a position. We're remodeling our house. We have people that are just trying to pay rent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> right. And so you get that. There's people that never been asked or will ask their kids or their spouse or themselves that question. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can care about our feelings because you're in a position like Rizzy said to do that. And what I, are you about to say, sir? And I was I was gonna say. Well, first. I think what he what he I think he wound up explaining it, but he wasn't necessarily saying one is more important, but it is sequential. So like you do have to get that house and stuff first. But the feelings are just as important. It's just that that has to come first. Um so I, I Is but, it? I feel like yeah, it's a nice I, like, thing to I, say. I, you know, but the thing yeah, about but it like is like I said, there's homeless people that love their kids and their kids feel loved. Yeah. There there are homeless kids that are actually happy just because they're with their parents. I'm talking and about sleeping you. in the car. I'm talking about you. I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about Rizzy. Could you be homeless be, and, because your kids are happy? Because I wouldn't be happy. That's the other part about it. Like that. When because you talk what? About it's about feelings. feelings. It's still feelings. It's feelings, but it's 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 my feelings, right? Like I, I have to worry and about my me too. I got to put my mask on before I put theirs on. And, I, I I have to feel stable. And why would you feel stable? Emotionally support them. Why would not you be happy? Because you don't have the basics. In, but I see where we're going. My question is, and you brought up Will, like you know this mansion in the um, like her his you know this dude has a huge estate, but I think we are all for the most part. I don't think either, either of us are minimalists, right? Can we can we say that? Right? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So you're comparing yourself to Will Smith. Neither one of you have small houses. So when you're like, you wouldn't I can see you really downsizing. You're like, well, a roof over the head. Well, it doesn't have to be that nice. Yeah, it does. 
Like you're not going to take a step back. You're not going to do those things. There's certain levels and you might be like, okay, I'm happy here, but you have to, there's there's for most people, a lot of us, there's like, I need to at least get here first. So you might spend more time working, but the kids want a little more daddy time, but you need to spend more time working so you can make sure you get this house this car put the food on the table put those things that you know like you want to eat a certain way now food might not be as important but you want a nice house you want your forever home you called your home your forever home that's the home that you guys wanted um did you have to have that not at all right but there was a goal to get that and you know you were almost hell bent on getting that and until you got that it was maybe not the top priority. So I feel like we can say, you know, the, the, the essentials or the basic needs, but our basic needs all are very, you know, a roof over your head, four bedroom house, five bedroom house, 3000 square foot, half an acre. Like that's not a basic need, but we mm-hmm. want it and we're not going to stop. And we'll put a lot of things on the back burner until we get it. Even, you know, sacrificing, Maybe the feelings of the wife and the kids because you're focused on getting there, you know, the extra hours and all that stuff. So it was very eye opening for me to think about it. I'm trying to balance it more. I think it all like you guys said, there's a balance to it. I do um, think about how how overall it's going to affect my family. And others like if it's going to hurt them or harm them. Then I try to, you know, put that more up front, depending on how, I don't know, I think, you know, all emotions, all feelings, all outcomes aren't equal, you know, you know, Z being upset for a day because we didn't go to Thailand for a honeymoon, you know, like that's her feelings are hurt she wanted to but we went to Mexico like I'll deal with that you know but it's the things moving to Atlanta where she's adamant not, about not moving there and that it could affect our family and you know like I can get a better house I can get a better job I can get all this stuff hypothetically then that long term effect how how big of that impact on that feelings is is another thing so yeah that that's a pro- precisely why I said that I, I can't stack rank them because certain periods and certain times and certain decisions are based around yeah. that right sometimes the, the the feelings are more important than the house or yeah. whatever because we we live in a two-bedroom apartment we got a roof over our head so your feelings about something about me not being available to you may be more important to me than me feeling like i need to go get the four-bedroom house right like yeah. Yeah, balancing it at that point so it, it's all a balancing act yeah. of that moment, that time, that decision, which one comes first? Yeah. So uh, the reason I brought it up to is Byron kind of hit on it. You know, if you go back and listen to him, it, he sounded like what you were saying. We're conditioned as men to kind of, for one, put feelings on the back burner. We're conditioned to, you know, protect and provide and do all this stuff where feelings aren't optional. You know, we grew up in a world uh, of f- your feelings. That was kind of the world, you know, I feel like you ate. <laughs> I think my dad told me that I feel like you ate tonight, 
you know like uh, those are the things and yeah what's what's the um the movie denzel fences Mm-hmm. Where yeah, he was I, like, yeah, he was like, I do, I, do I put food on your table? Do uh, do you do you sleep in uh, eat at night or whatever? So I don't have to like you. <laughs> I'm not yeah. worried about that. That's that's not what it is. Yeah. I have a responsibility. I'm gonna do it. So yeah, great movie by the way. That's also the the premise where I ain't trying to be your friend. I'm not trying to get you to like me. You know, that's how my parents taught me. Like I don't need to be your friend. You don't have to like me. Make sure you got food on your table. You got a roof over your head. And that was their goal. And maybe that's because for a long time, for one, they weren't equipped emotionally to deal with this because they hadn't dealt with their the gaps in their emotional stability or maturity, as well as they had very limited opportunities to provide those basic or the essential needs where all their energy went into providing those essential needs and feelings because of the situation had to be prioritized it's like mm, you you i'm i'm gonna miss your soccer game i'll miss your track meet i know that might hurt your feelings but i gotta go work this second shift because you yeah. like sleeping under a roof right you know right it, it, exactly that that's it i mean i, I think it's and he talks always- about he talks about his dad that coming from his dad and his dad's ability to work so hard was how his dad supposedly showed he loved him, right. which a lot of men do as well. Yeah, and and then you think about like disciplining your kids. I mean, if you if you only worry about making your child happy and they're always happy, something's probably wrong. That that child is spoiled as I don't know what if they're always happy. <laughs> like there's gonna be times you say no and they're unhappy. There's gonna be times that you as a parent know better and 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 say no, you can't go with the that person or you can't go here or you can't you know. So what you feel or what you want may take a a back burner to us as a parent and our experience, our knowledge, what we see the you know okay. the situation. So okay. there's that too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make this very quick because we hit on the basic essentials, but he did name two things that might not be seen as essentials. So he told about being um, ready to take on the world or whatever. Intelligent. So like making yeah. sure that you you know you're you know how to navigate the world, right? You do you mm-hmm. know how to do that. You're strong. That you're built, like they say, forward tough. Like the world is. I gotta prepare you for these hardships that are gonna come. I don't know how to do that, but I'm gonna prepare you. And then I also want to make you a, a almost like just a good person where you're giving back to the world because if your feelings just like it's all about me and screw everybody else you're not going to fare well in this world so those are maybe non-essentials or you know not as big but he's like I still got to get those three in you before I consider or your feelings come into play because you got to learn how to live in this world yeah and it's just a simplistic view it's great for books and clickbait yeah. and all of that but it, it real life doesn't work that way we spent a lot of time defending whether or not we were prioritizing feelings doesn't have to be number one just long as they're considered like the 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 um, example you gave with Willow and him saying we need to go do this tour that's just not taking up feelings in, into account at all but they don't necessarily have to be number one but as you do have to consider them. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. So let's get out of here, fellas. Same thing as last time for me. Uh, the nappy voting is going on. VoteNappies.com. Vote N-A-P-P-I-S.com. Three Brothers No Sense. Click on Media. 
and then click on uh, best local podcast. Once you vote, you don't have to really go through, you know, entering your email and all that stuff again. Once you vote, you go to that same browser and you just vote again and it just registers without entering your email and stuff. So please uh, vote. We really want to win that award. We think we deserve it. And also follow us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Three Brothers No Sense on Facebook and Instagram at Brothers Sense on Twitter. We have a lot of fun. Uh, Rizzy referenced one of our posts early in the episode. You know, don't let your spouse stop you from meeting your soulmate, folks. Okay? You only got one life. Find that soulmate. Yeah. And um, if if you don't like Kendrick Lamar music, that's a character flaw. Just throw it out there. Uh, I saw that post. That was hilarious. But um, but if you were right, the new album is dope as I don't know what, man. I, I, I've listened to it twice just on repeat, um, just kind of listening through it. But it is so good. Um, same, man. I got really nothing. I just want to say uh, Marvel, y'all, y'all starting to mess up, man. Uh, so She-Hulk looks horrible. Just want to say it. I'm, I'm not excited for that one but we'll see i'm gonna watch it anyway uh and folks once again always three brothers no sense.com go check us out check out the merch uh, make sure that you are leaving us voicemails we want to hear from you guys so dm us whatever we want to talk about what you want to hear about so hit us up let us know what you want to hear about ask us questions leave us voicemails we'd love to kind of answer some of the questions that you guys want to bring up as well as the ones that are pressing on our mind um and and again prayers out to all the people in buffalo the families and so just make sure that you guys are are keep your head on a swivel and watching out because we don't know what's going to follow up behind this because that ideology is still out there uh people see it and unfortunately they may come and they may copycat it they may do the same thing in your area so make sure you are watching out i want to say um congratulations i think a lot of people are graduating this past week so congratulations to all the graduates to all the family members that you know that's your diploma too that's your you know your degree too because i know a lot of you guys were supporting them always want to see that congratulations to uh, mr nick cannon on babies number nine and ten i don't know how this keeps happening i don't know how this keeps. speaking of random transition I'll be, I guess, praying. If you hear anything, I know there's this formula shortage still going on. That is just crazy for these mothers who are, uh, who are, you know, struggling feeding their kids. You know, everybody doesn't breastfeed. Uh, everybody's not fortunate enough to breastfeed. You know, for some people, it's a, it's a, it's a conscious decision. For others, they're forced for that. So, if you hear of any solutions, if you hear of anything that can help these families not just mothers because it's a family thing i don't want to make it all about women um let us know spread the word i did hear somebody say you can go to amazon and change your you know the country code from us to canada i haven't tried it but that might help some people out i don't know um but it's crazy times we live in i don't see why or how this is everything Ferg, you know i get on my soapbox you brought up formula uh, I mentioned how people were victim blaming at the top of the show. Oh, it's not as simple oh. as just breastfeed. Fellas, That's why I said that. You know, I, I saw that post like, well, you should be breastfeeding. You do know some babies are allergic to that. It doesn't work out like that. Some women that, have a, a, a issue with doing it. So 
I just, you know, I just hate when people do that. Man. Yeah. Or, and it's not even, it could be a, they could be challenged with that. And also just pr- pr- producing enough. You know, I call, you know, they say I call women out. I, I call everybody out. Fellas, shut the fuck up on this one. It's just, this not our, this not our fight. If you want to do anything, uh, go buy some formula, find some. Don't tell women what to do with their bodies. You know, you just don't know what's behind it. You don't know. So um, unless that's your wife and you, or your lady and your kid, you really don't. You don't need to put in on this unless you, you're helping them out, because this is a real world issue. We can talk about all that later. Um so that, that's that's the new certificate that they have. They went from Russian experts to lactation experts. Now is that that's that's the new certification they have? Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. They got a patch. <laughs> Maybe like badge. Boy Scouts. That's what yeah. it is. They're merit badges. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, three brothers, no sense. As usual, six rules of podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week.